welcome to Mama's Village Podcast, Arrows. You guys, I am so excited about this podcast. Psalm 127.4 says, like arrows in the hands of a mighty warrior, so are children in one's youth. We are mighty warriors, parents, and our children are arrows. They are our assignment, and our assignment is to make sure they are pointed in the right direction, the direction that God has for them. They are not ours. They are God's. And so it is so important that we're able to connect biblical principles and the Bible with everyday life. And that's what I'm going to aim to do with this podcast. Now, you're probably going to hear my children in the background, and it will be authentic, and I will make sure that I keep it real with you guys and down to earth, but I want to minister to you, encourage you today, and I just want this to be a time where you learn and you grow, you're encouraged, and you are strengthened And you can become mighty warriors that are able to point your kids and have tools to point your kids in the right direction and the way that they should go. Hello, hello, you wonderful mamas. I hope you're having such a great day and a great week. And um, I wanted to talk to you today about pointing your kids to Jesus. Guys, when it comes to motherhood, we are given our children so that they can leave. Okay, and that is something that is hard for Mama Heart to really grasp and really think about, but we do have to think about it sometimes. So if you are one that um, wants to make sure your kids are have a special, sweet relationship with Jesus long term, then this podcast is for you. I'm going to go ahead and start and pray, and then we will jump in. Father God, we just thank you so much for today. Thank you for each and every one of these moms. Thank you, Lord, that they come and listen to this podcast every week. And I just pray, Lord, a special blessing over each one of them and their day that you just strengthen and empower them, that you speak through me, that I speak as your oracle today. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so we are pointing them to Jesus. Um, The biggest thing that I always try to remind myself of, and I will say like this kind of stuff, it, it does remind me and challenge me to do this even better, even in my own parenting, because sometimes it's hard to keep this in the forefront of your mind when you're going through the day to day of everything, you know, and it's hard to just remember, okay, wait, I got to point them to God make sure this isn't just like mom saying this, but that I'm pointing them to Jesus through all of this. And something that helps me do that is just keeping in the forefront of my mind, that they are here and they're given to me to one day leave. And that's just the reality of it. They will one day leave. And one day I'm going to either give them away to their husband and they're going to leave and cleave to their husband. Um, or they'll go off and get a career and move out and, you know, whatever they do from there. So I do know that I, one day they're going to do that. Right. And, that's um, something that is just hard for a mama heart to even like start to think about. And, you know, whenever your kids are little, especially, 
But the more that we can remember that, the easier it is to make sure that they're ready for it and to not, um, I mean, for lack of better word, baby them through, you know, life. Um, but to just keep that in the forefront so that you are always doing things intentionally and the way that you parent is intentional and it's always pointed back to Jesus because they won't ever leave him, right? And so he will never leave them. They won't ever leave him. That's the, that's the prayer and what we're believing for, for our kids, that they stay close and cling to Jesus, right? So, Whenever I'm um, going about everyday life, I try to keep that in mind as I'm making little decisions, remembering these little decisions are leading up to them leaving one day. And it's all these little decisions, right? These little things, mostly. There might be a few big decisions that you have to make, but for the most part, you're making a lot of little decisions that one day lead up to them leaving your home and going off on their own and starting their own family and their own lives. And so when um, I am doing little things like, let's say, correcting them, okay? So um, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about first was when I'm correcting my kids and I'm correcting their behavior, I try, um, and that's what I kind of was like really reminded of um, when I was preparing for this podcast was to get to do this a little bit better to make sure that when I correct them, that when I can point out a scripture that I do that, um, and that I talk about Jesus while I'm disciplining them and while I'm correcting them. And that could look a lot of ways depending on what they did. Right. (laughs) So if like, let's say they disobeyed, like it was direct disobedience, right? and I'm talking to them about how they need to um, obey, then I would probably talk about how God tells us to honor and respect and obey our parents so that it goes well with us. And that, that, that's a commandment. And so when it can go well with you, um, that you want your life to go well. And so honoring your parents is part of that and that God promises us that if we do that, then it will go well with us. That's a promise, you know. Um, the other day, you know, I was having a hard time with my child wanting to be number one, right? Like, I want to be number one. I want to do, the, like, I want to be the one that, you know, <laughs> gets all the privileges. And that was a discussion of, like, you know, Jesus talks about the greatest among us is the greatest servant, okay? And so we had a whole lesson on have, being you know, a servant to others and how Jesus was the servant to his disciples. And he was, he looks at those that are the greatest servants as the greatest among us. He's, and he's the one that we want to please. And he's the one that, you know, we're going to stand before, right? One day. And so he's the one that we want to please. And just talking about that and just kind of bringing Jesus into those scenarios And helping them see, like, this isn't just mom saying this, like, this is in the Bible, this is what Jesus says, and kind of using those as teaching moments to teach them about the Word, to teach them about Jesus, um, teaching them to always go to Jesus. I was talking, you know, to my girls about that today, you know, like, no matter what you do, whatever happens to you, Jesus is always going to be there, 
And so always go to him, no matter what, you know, even if if you do something wrong, go to him. And that's part of it too. Whenever I correct my kids and I, this is something else I was reminded of, like I need to do better at this too, but (laughs) Hey, that's all right. We're going to, we're going to get better at this together. Um, because sometimes I just forget in all honesty, but like when they apologize to me, I have them apologize to the Lord as well, because they also sinned against him. And one day, They're not going to be apologizing to me anymore. They're going to be apologizing to him. So I want them to be used to that and know that he always forgives them and that they can always approach him no matter what they do. And so just always like, okay, now you need to tell Jesus you're sorry too and have them say, sorry, Jesus, and not feeling, um, that just gets them, you know, feeling comfortable talking to him and telling him that. And, you know, and I'll even tell them like, when I feel like they're just in a bad mood and they can't get out of it, like you need to go to your room and talk to the Lord about this because you need his help. You know, (laughs) you need to ask him to help you to have a better attitude, you know, or whatever it is. And I'll have them go in there and, um, and do that. And they will, they'll go in there, they'll pray, they'll have some time with the Lord. Um, and, and then I'll go in there and talk to them and just, you know, we'll, we'll talk about how, um, we, have to choose to be joyful and choose to have a good attitude and how God calls us to choose those things. But he also gives us strength to do those things, right? And so I'll just, in all of my discipline, I just try to just bring Jesus in, in in any way I can so that they're always just reminded like of their compass. Their compass isn't just mom. Like that's what I really want them to get. Like, it's not just mom because I'm not going to always be there and I'm not going to always see what they're, what they're doing. But if they have this radar also of like, okay, but God sees what I'm doing and he's always there and I have this relationship with him and I don't want to let him down, then that's going to keep them from sinning when they're outside of your covering, right? When they get older and, you know, they are tempted at, at a at a party or attempt to, you know, because it's going to happen no matter how much you protect them and how much you make sure that, you know, they're not put in situations, things, things can happen. And so you just want them to be strong enough in their relationship with God and know, like, it's not just mom saying this. God said this too. And I love God. You know, this isn't just mom. Um, they don't, you don't want them to always just think like mom has all these rules. You want them to understand the why behind what you're saying and as much as you can, the why of like, okay, well, this is what the Bible says. This is why the Bible says that God loves you. He doesn't want you to, you know, live in this sin because it can hurt you. Sin hurts, sin kills, sin destroys you. And just kind of explaining all of that to them and leading them back to God every single time, um, when you're disciplining them. Um, and then, um, the second thing is, so discipline, you can bring bring in Jesus and point them to Jesus, Jesus in discipline. And then your example, your time in the word. Okay, so giving, so like when I have time in the word, I try very hard to wake up early. <laughs> but y'all know, especially in motherhood, there are seasons where that does not happen. Um, but I still try even when they're awake it's just, it's not going to look the same. Okay. If you're a new mom, just please be encouraged. Your time with God is going to look a little chaotic and it's, you're more than likely most of the time, you're not going to be alone with God. You're going to be there with your kids and that's okay. God understands that. But for them to see 
you have your Bible open or have, you know, something open that is pertaining to the word and that you're telling them, like, I'm having time with Jesus, it is so important for them to see that example and see you doing that because that's showing them a relationship with God. That's showing them that, hey, I'm, I'm taking time out of my day because God's a priority to me. I don't just talk it. I live it. And for them to see that example of you living it out and you taking time with God and even seeing you pray and seeing you just go about your day and pray and them just seeing that example all the time is huge. It's, it's, a, it's something that they will mimic eventually. And then as they get older, I've started to have, you know, word time with my kids where I'll read them a Bible story. We do it during homeschooling. Um, I usually, in all honesty, I don't do it really outside of those five days that we homeschool. Um, but we do make it a priority during those five days. And it's, it, it can look however you want. You can do it once a week with them. It's okay. Just make it consistent. Make a Bible time that's consistent for you guys that they can count on. That they know that, hey, we're going to read a Bible story. And make it short. No more than like 10 minutes. I mean, depending on the age of the child. If they're a little older, they could maybe do like 20 minutes. But do something interesting. Read interesting story. Keep it interesting. Don't don't do something boring. Like if they, if you see that you've lost their attention and this happens like every time, it's not just a weird fluke during your day, then maybe change it up a little. Ask some mamas, like some good Bible studies. I have a really good um, one, uh, the Jesus Storybook Bible, which I'm happy to put on the bottom of this. And I can actually put a few resources on the bottom of this um, of really good um, Bibles that you can read to your kids and like kind of the age groups and things like that. Um, so, uh, if you will actually, if you follow me on Instagram this week, I will send that to you. (laughs) I'm making that up as I go. That's okay. Um, but if you're already following me on, on Instagram, then, um, share one of my posts and tag me in it and, just send me a little message like, you know, hey, can I get those resources, um, those books that are really good for different age categories of the kids. Um, and then if you're not following me on Instagram, it's at Village Mamas, and you can follow me on there, and I will send you, like, really good Bibles and, um, like, the Bibles that are really good for certain ages. Um, and it's just, and just making sure that it's a short time, but it's, um, but it's valuable to them. And so just showing them like we do worship first and I do fun songs with actions on YouTube. I keep it really fun. We do a scripture and I also keep that really short, simple. We do actions with a scripture. Y'all actions are so powerful. Like for kids when they can like connect a body part to a word, they're going to remember it so much better. And that's like in anything, anything you teach them, connect a body part with it. They'll remember. We used to do that with letters. We did that with songs. You do that with um, anything. I mean, sounds for letters, all the things. Um, but um, we do a scripture and then I just read them a little Bible story. And then we might do a little, you know, um, coloring sheet after that or something, but a lot of times just a little Bible story and we'll talk about the Bible story. We'll talk about the significance of it. A lot of times they'll have questions during the Bible story and I'll elaborate. I let them, 
Um, I love the curiosity. So I'm not like, I'm not like going to just like be like, oh, don't say anything while I'm reading. You know, like I want them to ask, you know, to an extent. Of course, you can't be, you know, interrupting the whole time. But to an extent, like I want them to interrupt me so that, um, because that means that they're excited and curious about it. And so I want them to have questions. I want them and I'll like stop the whole thing and just we'll, we'll, we'll go there. Like we'll go down the rabbit trail because that has been our most our biggest times that we have learned the most is those rabbit trails we go on when we are, you know, when they're really into a story and they're asking me a lot of questions. That's been, that's been the coolest part of doing those little Bible stories and Bible studies with them. So, um, so that's a big one as well. It's just making sure you're in the word with them and that you're in the word personally and showing them that example. Um, and then y'all put Jesus in it in everywhere that you can okay so like in everyday life just plug them in okay I mean I I mean I do this this with plants okay I did a whole bible lesson like impromptu (laughs) when we were doing our garden because oh my gosh there's so many things like that I mean Jesus did the same thing like they're so relatable like I mean, Jesus, he spoke in parables all the time, you know, look at the, look at the, he, he said, look at all the lilies in the field. Are they not, they're, they're dressed beautifully. If God cares about them, if God cares about making sure that they're dressed beautifully and that they're beautiful, what more will he do for you? And look at the birds of the field and how they eat and how they, they have everything that they need. Everything's provided for them. If everything's provided for them, then what more will God do for you? So do that yourself with your kids like oh my goodness look at this little bitty seed now when we plant this seed in the the ground and we water it and it'll grow into something completely different and completely amazing and that's the same with the word of God when you speak the word of God and when you plant that seed of the word of God in your life and you speak it and you water it and you speak it and you speak it and you water it and water it and water it then it grows right and and you talk about that. Um, there's just so many different um, ways. Like if you're, you know, traveling on a trail, and there's two ways that you can go. You can talk about life and how when you're walking sometimes in life, there's there's different directions that you can go in and talk about the straight and narrow and how God talks about the straight and narrow and how there's few on the straight and narrow path, you know, and then it's the best path. And anyway, I mean, I could go on and on and on. There's just so many scenarios that you can plug God into and he's just part of your life. He's part of what you talk about. He's in your life. He's just intertwined into every part, like a braid, just intertwined into every part of what you do and how you see things and your answers to questions and just things that you just go about your daily life with him in it. And this kind of thing, you guys, points them to Jesus and keeps them close to him and keeps Jesus part of their lives. And it's ingrained in their minds when they get older even. Okay, so this is just a huge way that you can really help your kids to not just have a relationship with like, you know, their, their church and not God. Like when they get older and they get to be of that age where 
they have to now decide like, okay, what do I really believe? Like, I know mom believes this. They're all going to come to that point, right? Around like, I remember I was like 11, 12, 13. And I remember it distinctly. Like, I remember going through that and establishing that relationship with God when I was, I think I was about 11 or 12. And I just started to like actually have time with God myself, you know? And this stuff is going to happen faster than we realize. And it's those little things, the things you say every day, the things you do every day that are, are going to come up in them as that time approaches for them in their lives. And they're going to start to do this themselves, right? So we got to be ready for that. We got to know like, okay, this is going to happen. So I can't just, you know, act like this is no big deal. Like I got to make sure that I'm putting Jesus into everything and put pointing them to him because one day it can't just be what mom believes it has to be something they believe. And we got to switch it over to them having that relationship with God and preparing them as much as we can to having that relationship with God and establishing that relationship with God. Because it's not just about like making sure they ask Jesus in their heart and get baptized. We want them to have a relationship with him. And so getting them there is the, is the, the part that is harder, right? And so that are, those are just three things, just making sure that we, um, we don't just correct them, that when we correct them, we point them to Jesus. When we have time in the word with ourselves and we're a good example of them, then we also make sure that we're, that we're feeding them as well until they can do it themselves. Um, and then we put Jesus in wherever we can, just any little part of our lives that we can, anytime it just comes up and, you know, pray for that. Like if it's not happening right now, pray that God will like kind of bring that to your remembrance. Like if you are walking on a trail, maybe that's the last thing on your mind, but you know, pray that God like brings that to your remembrance. Like, Hey, go ahead and tell them about, you know, walking straight and narrow or tell them about, you know, how sometimes we have two different decisions we have to make and we want to we want to make sure that we're going towards what God wants us to do or you know whatever it is. So um if you though will follow me on Instagram, just shoot me a little message if you end up following me on Instagram and I'll send you those resources, um those really good books for those certain ages. And then if you already follow me on Instagram, just share one of my posts and tag me and send me a little message. Let me know that you, that you did that and I'll send that to you. Um, it's at Village Mamas and I'll actually put it here in the comments as well. All right, I'm going to pray over you guys. Father, thank you so much for these wonderful mamas. Thank you, Lord, that, that they um, are just empowered today, Lord, that they just have so much strength today to do everything you've called them to do. Father, I just pray that um, you infuse them with inner strength and peace that they need to do exactly what they need to do today. Lord, bring to their remembrance different ways that they can plug you in to their parenting, to their into their children, Lord. Father, help all of us, help me too, just to remember to um, point them to you, Lord, in my discipline and point them to you, Lord, into everyday life. In Jesus' name, amen.